Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, I mean, we've had more guys enter the uh, transfer portal. I mean, not core guys, so I'm not really concerned about it. Um, I I, I kind of felt like um, your boy, the, the tackle, um, I can't think of his name. I always forget that dude's name, man. Um, number 70. We, I just felt like he was going to get in the, um, I felt like he was going to leave because he's been waiting for his whole career to get on the field. And it just seems like he just wasn't going to get on the field under Alex Atkins. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, I really, uh, I really, uh, wish him the best, man, um, Um, I don't really know what else to say. Um, I mean, we've had several, uh, transfers and, you know, this is just the nature of the business now and make no mistake about it. This is the nature, um, of college football. At this point in time, I mean, um, it's, it's, and I, I really, I, I just hate the, the people that, that, that are crying about it. I mean, if, if a player can get a better opportunity, he should go after it. He shouldn't have to explain it. If somebody wants to pay him, um, to uh, come play for their school. I mean, it is what it is, man. Um, Lloyd Willis, Rod Orr, Keyshawn Helton, uh, Chambray, if I'm saying his name right, Jackson, Jared Jackson, George Wilson, Sidney Williams, Sam McCall, Amari Gaynor. Um, so not really any of the core guys that that were main contributors for this past season's team, or th- I should still say this year's team because we're still in bowl season. But, I mean, I, I wanted to see what Lloyd and uh, Orr were going to be. Um, but, you know, these guys want to play, man. And, you know, I think I think a couple of them might go go to Colorado. If you're if you're trying to play now, you go to Colorado. One and eleven. I mean, every position except for quarterback and probably left corner is up for grabs. Um, you could say safety with Shiloh. We don't know how that's gonna work because he's always in it, uh, Dion's doghouse. But more than likely, he's gonna play. Um, you know, getting back to the Dion thing, man, it's just, man, <laughs> I don't begrudge Dion nothing, bro. I, I, I just don't like, I get the whole, 
stay loyal to the black people and all that stuff. I get that. But at the same time, the institution was stealing money from the football program, allegedly. Um, so if I mean, if that's true, I could see why he left. He don't want to deal with that. Like this man, he he might have stayed if everything was legit. But I just felt like he just it was a problem and he ain't want to deal with it no more. Y'all gave him a chance, but he gave y'all an even bigger chance because Dion is basically his own brand. And he put his brand name on your university and you guys benefited tenfold off of him. He he maybe he did leverage the the experience from Jackson State to get the Colorado job job. But look how much money y'all made off of him. He he was gonna get y'all a TV deal. And the and the press the school president turned it down, man. So listen, man, I'm not trying to hear none of this mess. You know, and I just like how people, I mean, social media is just a crazy game. People will take a, a hot topic and just try to make as much money as they can off of it. It's, it's crazy out here. And, you know, I'm not going to say it. I, I do this as a hobby, man. I You know, I understand people do this for a living and they got to make their money. But I'm just not in the business of, you know, downing people for a dollar. I'm just not in that type of business. So um, I think Dion going to do big things at Colorado. I don't think he's going to be there long because I don't think they're going to. They're they're hungry to win, and I think once he gets them to a, a winning uh, point, it, it's the 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 honeymoon period will plateau. They're in the honeymoon phase right now, but with success comes ego, and we'll see, man. I really hate when people try to speak on Dion's situation and does and they don't have all the facts, and. I'm I'm just of the mindset that it's free will. I can go wherever I want. I'm not obligated to nothing. That's just me. If I don't like my job, I can get another job. If I can find a higher paying job, I'm you know what I'm saying? It's my decision, my prerogative if I want to upgrade my job. And I look at Dion's situation the same way, but um, you know, people have turned this into a racial thing. Um, you know, I just watching some of the YouTube videos about how, you know, funds may or may not have been misused and, you know, whatever. I think if, if everything was on the up and up at Jackson State, I think Dion stays there because I really think it was in his heart to try to uplift HBCU athletics and HBCUs as a whole. Um... But, I mean, somebody breaks into his office, office and steals his, his money, his, his whatever they took. I mean, this is a man that came there to help Jackson, the city, Jackson, Mississippi, Jackson State University, Jackson State football team. He came there to do all that stuff. And 
it's just crazy that, you know, something like that happens and then, you know, he's supposed to just ignore that. Right? Dion's buying food, cutting grass. He's spending his own money to build facilities. And I mean, when when is enough enough? How much does this man have to sacrifice for the betterment of the program? And then the university is not doing what they supposed to do. Like Dion is having to use his corporate connections to get flights. He has to use his corporate connections to get the player suits. Okay, I mean, and, and I, I can, I can, I can definitely understand why Dion said, "Hey, I just want to be in a better situation." I think that's what it ultimately came down to. Um, and I know this ain't the 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 Dion Sanders podcast or the the Buffaloes the CU Buffaloes podcast, but Dion is Florida State. He's my all time favorite Florida State player. And I just don't like the way people coming at him. I really don't. You know, I'm I'm as pro-black as they come. Okay? But I also look at things through a logical lens. Right? If you, I don't care where I am, black, white, indifferent. If I'm not being treated right, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to sit here and suffer and endure for anybody. You know, I'm just not going to do that. You call me whatever you want to call me. OK, it, no one person can uplift black people. No one person can do it. OK, it has to be a unified, universal effort. And I don't really like talking about political stuff at all. You guys know that. I mean, during the covid thing, I hated talking about that, but I just felt like it was relevant. It was I, I had a responsibility to speak on it because, you know, people listen to this podcast. A lot of people listen to this podcast. So but I didn't want to talk about it. And I don't really want to talk about the political side of this whole Dion thing, the whole racial side of this Dion thing. It's it's stupid. OK. It's it's it's. It's, it's millions of black people in this country. If they really cared about HBCUs, then we could uplift HBCUs. You can't put that all on Dion's shoulders. Okay? Because a, a lot of these people that went to HBCUs don't even donate their money back to their schools. A lot of them. They just go to homecoming. So, I, you know, I don't, and whatever you choose to do with your money is your business. I don't sit here and try to hold anybody to any kind of standard in terms of what they do with their money. As long as they're not doing anything bad with it. Okay? Um, it's just really sad. I mean, we, we all know that, Dion. You, you, you had to know that when Dion put in for the Florida State job, that he had Power 5 aspirations. And he took the job at Jackson State. I knew this. I said, okay, he's going to go down here for a couple years, build up his resume, build up his experience, and then he's going to make the jump to Power 5. I didn't know where it would be. But, oh, I mean, any kind of sports fan knows that. So, um, 
And I think he's going to do great things at Colorado. Um, it's, it's just, you know, you try to do right by your people and you get screwed. Dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't have all the factors. I'm just going off what Dion said. And I'm and I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but I don't see Dion getting on the internet and lying about these type of issues. I just don't see it. I don't see him doing that. Okay? Um like I said, Jackson State had to pay that million dollars back a couple years ago. They have a they have a history of you know, I don't, I don't know misuse or, you know, uh, I don't know misuse of funds. I guess that's the term you have to go with. So, I, I think on this particular issue, I'm a, I'm a side with Dion. All right, I think I'm pretty much done talking about Dion, man. I wish him all the success at Colorado, and if he plays Florida State, I hope we smoke him. So, that's it. Now, uh, we got we got a commit from a tight end from South Carolina. Um, you know, I, I Mike Novell's doing a hell of a job, man. You got to give him credit. You got to give him credit. He's doing a hell of a job. And, um, you know, slowly but surely, I think he's going to bring this program back to elite status. I think, you know, the powers that be. The NIL collective, you know, boosters, they've, they've done a tremendous job uh, keeping the core together. Um, and I think next year we're going to make a run, man. I think these guys realize that they let they let this season right here slip away. It could have been a very special year this year. So I think they're, you know, they're going to come in with a renewed focus and I, I think, you know, 10 games is regular season. 10 games in the regular season is the the absolute, you know, minimum that we're shooting for. We're trying to get to the ACC championship. We're really trying to get to the playoff. And we're trying to do something special, man. Um, and everything is trending in the right direction. Um, I would like to see them get another dominant defensive tackle through the portal. Um, I would like to see them pick up another cover corner or a cover corner, a shutdown corner. Um, I wouldn't mind another pass rusher because um, we don't know what Jared Verse is going to do. We don't know what I, I we don't know what Jamie Robinson going to do. So, um. You know, just looking forward to this bowl game. Um, I think we're going to beat these guys. I mean, we owe them. They smoked us several years ago. Um, we, and you know what I'm saying? We never, I never forgot that. I'm still livid about the national championship 21 years ago. I'm still 22. Was it 20 or 22? One of them. I'm still upset about that. So... Um, I don't like Oklahoma. Um, they're right there with Ohio State, Florida Gators, Oklahoma Sooners. Those are the three teams I love to hate. 
So, um, and I, I don't necessarily hate Clemson. They're right on the outskirts of those three teams. And Miami is too. I don't really hate Miami. Um, not like I like, not like those other teams, but, um, really looking forward to the bowl game, you know, getting 10 wins, hopefully, and, you know, continuing to, you know, move onward and upward and hopefully next season compete for an ACC championship and be a playoff team. I think that's really the goal at this point. I think anything less would be, you know, you're just, you're complacent if you're settling for anything less. Um, I think Jordan Travis is going to go into another stratosphere. I think he's going to just, I mean, he, I, I, he, he took a quantum leap this year. I think he's just going to go to a whole nother level. You know, um, it's going to be really uh, fascinating to see what happens with the offensive line because, uh, you know, they play they play pretty well this season. Um, do you go out and get more guys or do you try to, you know, cultivate your own guys? I think you have to do a combination of both. Um and we already know what the receivers can do. We already know what the receiver room is. We already know what the running back room is. Okay, and getting the dude from South Carolina, the tight end, I think that's going to improve the tight ends tremendously. So um, I'm, I'm feeling real good about the Seminoles right now. I guess some people out there got a problem with Florida State paying their players to – to stay. I mean, not necessarily Florida State, but the NIL collective. Wink wink. Um I don't have a problem with that. You 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 guys know how I feel about these uh players, these young men getting paid for their services. They they bringing in millions of dollars to the to the university. So I, I think they should be able to take advantage of name image likeness. I love this man. Um, I, I feel like it should be retroactive, you know, cause you know, how much money did Florida make off of Tebow? How much money did USC make off of Reggie Bush? I mean, how much money did Texas make off Vince Young? I mean, you can't even, you know what I'm saying? I would say, I would venture to say millions of dollars. So this is a great thing for college football. These guys getting paid. I don't look at this as a negative. Um, I think the sky's the limit for this team next season, man. You virtually going to return, you know, nine starters, eight starters. So, and I think you got the pieces on this team now on offense that you can just plug and plug in and don't make them, don't miss a beat. Now defensively we we you know we going to need some help. Um you know Lovett and um Robinson, you know we still waiting in verse, we still waiting on their decisions. Um but you would hope that they would come back, but if they go, I'm not going to be mad. I mean, they got to do what's best for them in their future. And I don't you know, I'm not a hater. 
And I'm not going to, it's a game. You know, I'm not going to get too overly emotional about it. It's just a game, you know. And, uh, you know, you got to, they're paying this, this, they're paying you to play a game. So, you know, you know the shelf life of being a football player is uh, mostly short. So you got to take advantage of everything when you can get it, in my opinion. So Florida State, Mike Norvell and staff, I think they've done a tremendous job this season. Um, I think the uh, tight end from South Carolina that we uh, got to come to Florida State, um, you know, from what I've seen as far as highlights, um, I watched the South Carolina Clemson game. He's pretty dynamic, man. I think he can definitely be an X factor in this offense. Um, I thought Cam McDonald could be that X factor, but it, it hasn't come to fruition. I think I really do think that when Cam McDonald gets to the pros, he's going to show us something. Um, I think he has that talent. But um, and I, I forgot his name, the tight end from South Carolina. But just watching some of his highlights, I think he's going to be pretty dynamic in this offense. Um, I don't know if he's a true tight end. He looks a little bit undersized, but he's more like a big receiver. But, I mean, if he's going to play the position in a traditional sense, um, lining up, you know, with the offensive lineman and coming off the line like that, I mean – Wow. I mean, <laughs> the the main thing for me is, you know, who do you get to replace those two guys, Turntine and the guy from uh, Charlotte on the offensive line, and Gibbons. You're losing three pieces on your offensive line, three core pieces. So it's going to be – and that was – you know, the reason why you had a lot of success this season is because your offensive line played a lot better than they have the last several years. And um, I'm just really anxious to see the um, the uh, depth chart um, going forward. You know, who's going to step up and be, you know, the um, – the the uh, replacement for those three guys. Um, you know, we got a bowl game coming up on the 29th. I think that uh, – I think we're favored in that game. I really don't go by favorites, but, you know, it's Oklahoma. They're going to come out. They're going to play with pride. Um, their coach is a very good coach. And uh, – I mean, a chance to get 10 wins would be tremendous. I mean, there was a time that 9-3 and three was, <laughs> you know, a down year for us. It That was the, you know what I'm saying, what Alabama is going through at 10-2. and two, We used to go through that. I miss them days, you know. I miss them days, man. Um, I'm not saying that I want to be 10-2 and two every year. I want to be 12-0 and 0 every year, but. You know, to be in their space, you know, would be a tremendous feeling for me as a fan. Um, but, uh, 
you know, just uh, I can't say enough about the players. Um, you know, a lot of these guys forego the NFL to come back one more year and play for Florida State. I know some of them are getting paid to do it, or most of them are getting paid to do it, and rightfully so. I think they should be compensated for their services. And, um, but <clears throat> even with them getting paid for their um, services, uh, it, you know, just a chance to live your dream. You know, most of these guys that play college football, their dream is to go to the NFL. So to put that on hold for one more year, no matter the reason, you know, I totally respect that. And, uh, you know, it's just, I think it's a testament to the culture that Mike Norvell and his staff have built. Because years past, you know, those guys, they would have been out of there. But I think... You know, Akeem Dent said it best there. It's a family atmosphere. And he he likes being there. So, um, you know, I just can't wait to uh, go into next season. I think the sky's the limit. I think, uh, you know, if you can get some of your core defensive guys to come back, if you can, you know, replace some of those uh guys that are leaving on the offensive line, I, I don't think a ACC championship is out of the realm of possibility. I think that's a realistic goal, at least 10 wins in the regular season. I, I don't, you know, Jordan Travis has to take another quantum leap, in my opinion, to become an elite quarterback, to get in that conversation with the guy at USC um, I don't know what's the status on the dude from Ohio State. I think Bryce Young is probably going to go pro. So it could be Caleb Williams and uh, Jordan Travis as the two best quarterbacks in the country. It could be. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But, I mean, I, I just think that it's definitely a possibility. Um. I think uh, Jordan Travis, I mean, this year compared to any other year that he's been at Florida State, I mean, just not even statistically, just uh, making good decisions with the football. I think that's prop. this has probably been his best year. Um, obviously, he made that real bad decision against NC State, but, hey, he's still our quarterback. And I I mean, I hate to live in the past, but I think not this season, the seed uh 2020, uh was it no no 2021. I think we could have been special then if 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 Jordan Travis would have been our quarterback the whole season then. Um for whatever reason they had this fixation with Mackenzie Milton. And I, I don't want to be negative, but I just I, I I think we I thought we just could have been special that year, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but um, I, I really want to see what that defensive tackle from Miami that we got in the portal, 
what he's going to be. I mean, give, give, listen, man, give Mike Norvell and staff credit, man. They are the transfer portal. They got to be one of the top teams in the transfer portal, man. Because every year they just go out and just, you know, pluck these guys, man, and they get them to come to Florida State. And they're not necessarily, you know, quote, unquote, top guys, but they, you know, you just know that, Given some of the, um, you know, personnel decisions they've made in the transfer portal in the past that, you know, I trust them to make good decisions. So you got the tight end, you got that, the defensive tackle. I wouldn't mind getting maybe one or two offensive linemen. Um, and, you know, Mike Norvell is continuously getting quarterbacks to come to Florida State, um, you know, uh, I, I I really think that we're going to be special. I really think that one day soon and maybe when the playoff expands to 12 teams that we're going to be one of those 12 teams. I really feel that way. I think we are closing the gap on Clemson. Um, I think we've, we're closer than we've ever been in the last seven, eight years. Um, so it's gonna be really, uh, it's gonna be really uh, nice to see if we can beat them next season. I'm really anxious to see if we can beat them. Um, so um, we have to continue to, uh, you know, elevate. Whatever you did last season, you have to go beyond that. You have to go further beyond that, and. You know, you just can't stay status quo. I think Mike Norvell knows that. I think his staff knows that. And uh, I think the sky's the limit for this team next season. So with that being said, uh, thank you for listening. This podcast is available on YouTube and on uh, all podcast platforms. Um, I really appreciate the support. And as always, go Dose.